0: hello everyone and welcome to show hoppers today we're covering ozark season two episode five game day it's game day and i'm mr sal i'm here with uh, one of my former students kurt kurt it's game day what do you think game day yeah all right uh (laughs) what game are we playing Uh, uh sports ball
1: oh okay okay typical sports ball
0: yes so uh, i am mr sal i'm a high school science teacher uh that was kurt he's a former student of mine we both have seen ozark through the end through the end of season three uh we're waiting on baited breath we are waiting on bateman breath to uh for the release of season four you know you the get name, right yeah okay
1: yeah, yeah jason okay, bateman
0: yeah. very good yeah, yeah so thank you we're waiting <laughs> Yes, we're waiting on Bateman Breath for season four to be released. But we have seen all the way up through the end of season three. We love it. We're re-watching it for the benefit of our wonderful audience, which is you. Thank you for joining us today. Okay, let's get let's get going here. First off, ratings. Let's think here. What did Kurt give this episode? Hmm. I think. Now, you have not given out a 10 yet this season, right?
1: I feel like I know where you're going with this. <laughs> Your immediate thought is 10.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, but I'm, uh, you've given out a 10. Let me rephrase that. You've, you've not eights. given out a 10 or a 7 this season, right? You've yeah. got two nines, two eights there. Okay. Uh, I don't think this was. I don't think you give this a 10, but I don't think you give it a 7 either. So uh, I, I'm going to say you gave this. I don't. I, I don't think this is your favorite episode of the season either. I think you still like reparations better, but I don't think you gave it an eight. I think you gave it a nine.
1: I gave it a 10. That's my favorite episode oh, of the season.
0: Oh, 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 oh. How would oh, you not wow. give
1: this a 10? What did you give
0: this Oh, 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 oh I gave it a 10. <laughs> what do you think I'm outrageous? Like,
1: this is this is easily the best episode of the
0: season. Oh, it's so good.
1: There's so much action. It is so, oh, yeah. It's so, not, not really action, but it's just, intense right there's action uh, it, it, but, it is but every it's, scene's like oh no there's you know it's tense like the stakes are high you know the yep. cartels are around the FBI is around this yeah there's eggshells to be stuck on and, yep. you know, yeah yeah that's how it goes
0: so i gotta tell you this is interesting and I, I looked at my imdb ratings after i watched re this episode so uh, i had already obviously rated it when i watched it the first time when it first came out and whatever 2015 i think uh no
1: 18 18
0: yeah okay uh so i i had a, i had originally given it a nine and i watched it and i went in and i was like this is not a nine this is a 10 What what am i what was i doing this is this is ridiculous so i changed it to a 10 and i i think this is the episode where i think i realized that i like season two more than season one this episode uh, really does it for me.
1: This episode might be the best episode of Ozark. It might be. It yeah. might be. It, it, it might very well be. I'm not, it's not out of the question. Well, I, I wouldn't say that this gives the season two better than season one. I mean, I've given two eights so far. I, mm-hmm. I, more see, going I haven't on here. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. haven't. It. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's different for you. Uh yeah. I see what you mean though. This this could be the best episode.
0: Yeah, this. this this episode to me was like, oh. The whole series just leveled up to me.
1: It is. Yeah. Every, it, everything is leveled up, and we get just a lot of kind of payoffs in a way. I, mean, oh, I guess yeah. payoffs are FBI wise, right? Like, Pei's revealed himself. He's he's playing his cards, right?
0: Uh-huh. Uh
1: How many cards does he have left in the deck? We don't know, but he's, he's playing them. He's showing his tricks. Yep. You know, he's pitting things against <laughs> each other, revealing yep. things about people to other people. He's he's going in for the jugular.
0: Yeah. So he's going to get it. It's You know what, it, last episode, I loved last episode, too, Stag. That, that was my favorite episode of the season so far. But my one criticism of it was no Snells. I, I said, every, everybody is featured so wonderfully. It's, it's hard to pick a favorite character in that episode because everybody has something really interesting to do. I feel the same way about this episode, except now we do have the Snells, and they're doing interesting things on top of this.
1: And there's so no nation
0: and there's still and there's no mason exactly so so this is like this is a this is a fantastic episode and and actually one of the i I always talk about iconic scenes of ozark i think that the ruth waterboarding scene is an iconic Mm, scene of
1: ozark yes i remember that i have to note as well too that we 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 kept commenting on how we don't like petty as a character i mean i don't like petty as a person Mm -hmm. but as a character like I feel like I like I have yet to dislike Petty really. Like his oh, beginning uh, stories in season one's a bit bad, but like I Petty, think... I've changed, surely. Yeah, I I know how a story goes and stuff, but mm-hmm. I feel I, like I, maybe I, I think left a sour taste in my mouth, but
0: yeah, I think that I'm I was a little soured on Petty uh based on his early stuff in season one and based on Kaleidoscope.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
0: same. I think from the time That he uh, connects with Russ right up through staying in this timeline, right? Yeah. So, so from the time he connects with Russ forward, he's a pretty awesome character. Yeah. Uh, And
1: he's a bit one-dimensional in ways, like how he just kind of like he's kind of gunning. He's always been gunning to go up in the workplace, right? Like uh, Mm advance his career, which is even before uh, Russ's death. It's kind of like I don't know why he's gunning for it so much, but he is whatever yeah. we, we don't really know why now i guess he has the motivation of Russ's death to like kind yeah. of keep a fire in him so that kind of makes oh, sense
0: that big uh, beautiful bear absolutely
1: Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I i can see some complaints on like you know why is he so driven it's at least earlier on but yeah now i, I think i think it's kind of self-evident evident why he's you know motivated now but yeah i mean this this episode i love petty i love you know yeah trying all its tricks constantly like trying to pin people against each other or
0: yeah he, he almost he, he almost reveals himself to be not all that dissimilar for marty
1: mm-hmm.
0: it seems like he's he's got a lot of the same tricks up his sleeves as marty does so it's it's it was pretty cool it's, it's a very cool episode i love it
1: mm-hmm. yep so yeah well, so
0: 10 10 out of 10 for both of us that's pretty good that's
1: great that's great well what about the title mr sal
0: okay. yeah let's talk about that title so title is game day mm. and i don't think this is a terrible
1: title i think this it's is not, not bad yeah hear it twice in the episode uh when okay, charlotte that it's game day do you remember this did she, she
0: says, say game day or or is it game on? I I can't remember. She might say game
1: on, maybe. I, I thought she said game day, but I realize. I, look, I I didn't notice it during the scene. I remembered when uh Petty said it. Uh, I'm like, wait, yep. didn't didn't Wendy say that to Charlotte as well? And then that's what happens. So I didn't I didn't notice it during the yeah. scene. So okay, well. she
0: she does say. I wrote it down. She says game on, not game day.
1: Okay, game on. We, we're,
0: yeah. close close to yep. game day. Yep, yep. Uh, but petty definitely does refer to it as game day that's why he got trevor down here from chicago yeah. uh, trevor evans um the, i you know what i love is i love that there were a ton of football references in this episode which was i thought was pretty cool if you're calling it game day and you're i mean obviously that's not the the intention of the title is not the, the episodes about football, but you keep throwing in football references to make this connection to the idea that this is game day for all of them it, from the the fact that I'll point them up as they come along, but. It, there are lots there are I think at least three or four football references in here that kind of tie this up with this title of game day, so I, I like this title I don't think I like it as much as reparations, but I do like it.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, well, I, see, I didn't notice these football. I I remember the one of Buddy watching football. Yep, which is
0: yep. that's the most that's, obvious one. That's definitely but, one. Yep. Now, uh, by the way, actually, this. You know what? I maybe I do like this title better than reparations. I, we'll have to see how, where this title fits in at the end of the season. But I will not forget what happened in this episode because this is a really well-titled episode.
1: It is a very really well-titled episode for what happens. That is that's yeah. definitely the case.
0: So. Yeah. So, so thank you, Ozark, for titling an episode so that I can remember what happened in the episode. Unlike Stag, which was my favorite episode of the season so far, and I've already forgotten this, what this happened. This could
1: have to... even been called Stag. This, this is a better Stag than last <laughs> Yes. Once <laughs> a Langmore, so episode three could have been titled Stag. And episode yep. five here could have been titled Stag. Yep. Uh, <laughs> episode four should not have been titled Stag. I don't know why it was titled Stag.
0: I know. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but this is this is good. So thank you, Ozark, for for doing this because now I will definitely remember this episode and what happened in it.
1: Well, uh, so
0: what do you think about the symbols, Kurt? The How symbols about let's, let's talk about the symbols. Symbols. So well, the let, the letter Z. I've got a, a the headphones set. I'm assuming this is the headphones that uh, the set of headphones that Petty and Evans were listening in on Rachel and Ruth with.
1: Yeah, I just kind to see all this as just like. Surveillance, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I just kind of thought it was like surveillance in general, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they're they're kind of spying around yep. from previous episodes because that interaction between uh Rachel and Ruth isn't, you know, it might, it might be more significant than I'm lending to because it might no, it might be that... what starts Ruth's paranoia. I
0: don't. I don't know. The, yeah, maybe a little bit, but I don't think that interaction is. Oh, it's petty. What, what
1: really spills yeah. on. Actually, yeah. What am I saying? Petty. Here, talking with Petty's What really it on. So yeah. I don't. I like. I kind of see more as just like, in general, like the FBI, getting dirt or like you know, getting surveillance on people, but mm-hmm. it's kind of rarely they do those abstract icons that never show up. So yeah, it could just be that case. But it's just that scene wasn't like that big of a deal to me. Well, I. I think it's I think
0: it's a pretty big deal for Petty and Evans. It's not a big deal necessarily for the story. So okay. but it's yeah. Anyway, the, the headphones actually I think were my least favorite symbol here. I would agree. Uh, I would agree. They that having said that, I think it's the best representation of the letter of the four. <laughs> like it's it's the the one I, I can most easily. Money.
1: I think the R uh, is better.
0: The, the R is okay, but it's the one that I think the headphones are the one I can most easily look at and see the letter. But it's my least favorite presence in the symbols.
1: Okay, that's sure. fair.
0: All right, all right. What else we got?
1: Uh, so the next one, the A, which I guess is the lowercase a lower case A, yeah, uh, would be the Charlotte's box that contains yep. the money. Yeah, that the FBI finds very quickly. Should I hide it very mm-hmm. well shame on yeah. you, Charlotte. And this kind of spurs, you know, we see Charlotte lie to Wendy about the money still, that, like, Jonah doesn't have any. Uh, it was for emergency use only, except for a few things. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I like, I don't know how bad this money box turns out to be in terms of this episode. Cause they, they, they're like, oh, look what you've done, Charlotte, right? Like, you've mm-hmm. you've done us in. But has it done them in? Like,
0: Not, you know, it's it's, it's not like precious. it was a million it was yeah. five thousand dollars like they they are well off family it's not beyond the realm of possibility that charlotte would have five thousand dollars laying around so yeah, yeah I, I i agree i also i also don't like the way this looks it does not look like an a to me
1: And i can see like a lower cape well wow.
0: It's really definitely that, lower but case I see the A.
1: shape of it. I see the shape of it. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. It's it's not easy to see. So. No,
1: it's not. Look, like, I don't really see the. I see the shape. It's got like the circle, and like, mm-hmm. the tummy, and then it's got like the little flap on top.
0: So i where where the headphones I think look most like the letter. I think this one looks least like the letter.
1: I disagree. I think the K is okay. the least.
0: Oh I man, no I what's going on there. Interesting. Okay. Right. Oh, you you don't know what the
1: K is? Well, we'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> okay. see, I, right. I see no, no K there. But, okay.
0: All right. So did you, did you, well, if you don't like the K, you want me to take that one? You can take the R.
1: Well, I know what the, the item is, but yeah, I'll take the
0: R. Oh, okay. All right.
1: Uh, all right. Go ahead. Take the R. The R, Flare, uh, mm-hmm. the the Flare that Buddy uses to finish off the poppy fields once he gets the gasoline or whatever flammable, uh, probably gasoline, mm-hmm. all over them. Maybe it's Diesel. Who knows? But yeah. Yeah.
0: It's some kind of fuel. It's flammable. Yeah.
1: And, that, and that, that, that's a great symbol. Very applicable to the episode, I'd say.
0: Yep, that was a good one. That? that is a good one. And actually, I, I actually thought that was a flare in the beginning. Uh, but I was getting a little nervous by the end of the episode. I'm like, we still haven't seen that R. I haven't seen a flare yet. And then I remembered Buddy lighting up the floor. I was like, ah, yes, okay, we're okay. So I found it. Uh, but, but the K is... I think my favorite representation of the episode, I get your point that the K doesn't look a lot like a K. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's a good representation.
0: Yeah. I I, I mean, I'm glad it's here because I I want to remember that the waterboarding happens in this episode. And these, this is the hand ties that they use to restrain Ruth while they waterboard her. So anyway, I, I like these symbols. I think they all have the headphones are probably the weakest, uh representation of what happens in the episode, but the others are really, really pretty good.
1: They're good, it's a pretty good spread. Like you could see the um, the money box is like the birds' mm-hmm. woes, uh mm-hmm. the flare trying to they're finally buddy kind of always pressing them and know they finally take an action mm-hmm. against something to fix the problem, like burning the poppy field, you know, burning the poppy fields. And then the flex cuffs are more for Ruth and her struggle of like she's, you know, mm-hmm. worried about Marty. Now she's worried about herself and then she finally like goes home, starts trying to pack, stops, you know, her, her dad kind of convinces her, you know, hey, you're safe, stay here. And then she gets, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tortured. So,
0: yep.
1: shows yeah. Her story line. So I think, I think it's a good spread as well. It's not just all it is storyline. I like. The spread. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so they've done two, re- they've done us two very big favors here for a recap episode. It's not going to be hard to remember this episode because it's got a really good title that applies to everything that happened in the episode. And it's got really good symbols that apply to everything that happens in the episode. And it's a wonderful episode. So I'm not likely to forget this episode. This is a good one. Yes. definitely. All right. Well, let's start running through what happened in the episode. And we open on the Snell Crep. There's construction going on, pretty heavy construction going on. And Darlene hates it. She calls it ugly. Jacob also admits that he doesn't like it any more than she does. But it was for the benefit of their family. What family? Says Darlene.
1: Well, why you and me of course and Ash. right oh wait too soon
0: <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah it does but it does i mean i take darlene's point here it's a decent point it is like what what are they building this up for like they're they're getting on in years they have nobody to leave this to so why do they care so much about preserving
1: it I, I think it's also, well, this is a question you can ask people in general, right? Like, let's say you have left enough for your family, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. plenty that they could live off of. Why go on more? Right? Yeah. That's, I think, I, I, how you'd counter. And I, you know, I don't know why people just have goals or, you know, they feel good or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's some, but, you know, Jacob, we really would like to uh, get his money laundered because he just needs yep. more money.
0: I suppose so. I mean, he's got all these poppies. He's got to do something with them. Yeah. so yeah no i mean i i get i get both both sides here i get why they are making this deal because this is their livelihood and they need a way to just to distribute it um, but i also get darlene's point that what's the point of all this if there's nobody to to pass it down to
1: definitely uh, it, it comes from especially the way jacob says it yeah he says like for our family but yeah what do you mean by that so no i i totally agree with that like the way Jacob answers that does not make sense. So why are you saying it like that? Right. You two are exactly. the family. Unless you're referring to like, you know, some yeah. of your employees. You treat them like family. Also, and it's sorry, not. Side note. Yeah, I just ahead. realized another football reference, which okay. comes up soon. So anyway.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, but but yeah, there's. It's not like this is a business that they can sell and then use the money to finance their retirement or anything like that. This is something that they're gonna have till the day they die, because they can't. Move this. They can't sell it. They can't you know, pass it down to anybody because they don't have any family to pass it down to. So I, I understand Darlene's frustration here, um, and I under- also understand why Jacob thinks it's worth the frustration. So anyway, the, the Snells are are awesome. I'm, I'm I love them, and I'm very glad that they're back in this episode. Okay, the big uh, the big business that's happening though is at the birdhouse because the FBI raided them at the end of last episode and now they are searching the house uh, and they are they've got the uh, the birds outside waiting and this is where is this the football reference that you recognize yeah huddled like like, football yeah. Players. yeah Charlotte says why are we huddled like a football team if there's nothing to worry about so this is reference number one to to game day but The FBI finds Charlotte's lunchbox and Jonah, while they're outside, looks up in the window and sees Petty. And we kind of wonder if he recognizes him or not. And This becomes a big, pretty big deal uh, later on in the episode. But it's not clear whether or not he recognizes him at this point. Yeah. So while the birds are huddled like a football team, Jacob shows up, which uh, this is. I I love that I love this about Jacob. He sees the FBI swarming this place and he doesn't care. He just walks up with the deer head and hands it to Jonah. It's <laughs> it's pretty funny.
1: And boys first to kill.
0: Yeah, gotta have it. So and then Petty uh, asks Marty if he's ready to go and he takes Marty in. All right. Anything else you want to say about that scene?
1: Uh, nope.
0: Okay. Then let's go to look at he splits where Ruth is going through the safe. She apparently knows about this raid because she's going through the safe here to make sure there's nothing incriminating uh, f- that will incriminate Marty. Sam <laughs> says he's very uncomfortable with her going through the safe, which is hysterical because it really seems like Sam genuinely believes he's in charge. Which is
1: <laughs> <laughs> really funny, yeah.
0: Yeah, which is actually, the more I think about that, they probably had to tell him that he really is in charge in order to make this work.
1: Yeah, because Sam is a very law abiding person. <laughs> the way he's yeah. worried about, oh, well, are they gonna get in trouble? Am I gonna get in trouble? No, nah, I won't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. nah, they need that probable cause stuff, right? And they got none of that on me, right? Yeah. Or a warrant. Yeah, they need a warrant too. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah, so Sa- Sam, I think they have been trying to keep him clean. And in order to keep him clean, they have to tell him that he's in charge. So he's very uncomfortable with Ruth going through the safe. And he asks Jade to keep an eye on her while he runs out. And, and Ruth, uh, that's the, probably the, uh, the wrong move because Ruth is not going to let Jade keep an eye on her. She threatens to pop her silicone implants and she takes off.
1: Well, well, on on well, on Sam's behalf, right? Ruth does warn her off, tells her to leave, but Jay doubles down, like, "Oh, I only take orders from Sam." <laughs> and that, yeah, <laughs> that's what does it. <laughs> uh,
0: but she does; she gives in. Her good silicone good. implants are intact.
1: Yeah, yeah, good for her.
0: I suppose so. Good, good, good for good for every patron of Lucky Splits too. You know. <laughs> I guess. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh so what's going on with Marty and, and Petty? They are in this. I don't know what this is. This is some kind of interrogation room, questioning room. I don't it, do you don't know, know what this place him is? Him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: know, I don't know if you took him to like uh I have no idea. I'm not even gonna to try to speculate. They're just in like some yeah. like area being built. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna call it the the questioning room. Okay. But Petty uh pressures Marty to take a deal. He tells them it's over, that they've got him. Now, he doesn't ever really specify what exactly they have him for. You know, the, I, he, he knows that they found Charlotte's stash, but that's about it. And it doesn't seem like that would indicate that it's over. But Petty does go there. And when Helen arrives as Marty's lawyer, Marty, uh, his face kind of drops. And he looks surprised and maybe a, taken aback a bit and maybe even a little scared to see Helen.
1: I think I think it's also important to note that before Helen arrives, Petty does point out that you know, he he tries to get him to join witness protection program because he basically yeah. says you know the cartel is going to kill you if you leave here, right? They're going mm-hmm. to they don't trust you anymore, so yeah. you basically have to take the deal. And you know this is this is definitely part of uh, scaring Marty of you know is is the cartel turning against him now? And, you know Helen right. shows up as his lawyer,
0: but it's actually kind of fortuitous for marty that helen shows up as his lawyer because she can vouch for the fact that he didn't take the deal yeah so i guess thanks for giving marty a chance cartel i
1: always <laughs> anyway. knew he could
0: yeah this <laughs> anyway. was del
1: Dell, Dell loved marty kind of he had a soft spot uh, for marty
0: he he did he was yeah, hard cost on him, sometimes but... cost him his life at the end but oh well
1: poor Dell
0: anyway Uh, uh. You know who would never do that is Helen.
1: Yeah, exactly. Helen would never call the brand next. At least not to their face, <laughs> actually.
0: <but>. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> all that matters. But.
0: Yes, yes. So we had mentioned earlier that Wendy said game on to Charlotte, and this is where it happens. Back at the house, Wendy really grills Charlotte on the money. Uh, and she re- and, and recalls, she said that she was go- growing up too fast. Right? Uh, so Charlotte was complaining about that. Charlotte was complaining, you know, you made us into adults when you told us what dad did, you know, you made us grow up this fast and Wendy throws that right back in her face and says, well, then grow the F up because it's game on. So this is a kind of a callous position that Wendy takes, but maybe not an undeserved slap in the face for Charlotte.
1: Definitely a kid stealing from you. Right. Uh, cartel yeah. or not, or, you know, along those lines. Definitely don't want your consent. And so Charlotte's of the right... She's of the age to so know it's wrong, right? Maybe she's Oh, younger. for sure. Uh, you don't be as mean or, you know, maybe you change it up. But Charlotte's definitely old enough to to know that she's definitely stealing it. It is definitely a wrong thing to do, so... Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, okay. another thing to say, though, is as a parent that's totally breaking the law, can you really ethically judge your children in a fair way? Uh, just saying. Anyway...
0: <laughs> that's that's a great point <laughs> how
1: dare you steal well me and your dad launder millions of dollars for a yeah. good cartel uh,
0: how and dare you help that...
1: support like, yeah. the cartel's uh, business well yeah how yeah. dare you steal how 5, dare
0: you 000? steal that stolen money <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
1: stolen I, I stolen money
0: you're right it's not stolen it's freely given
1: yeah 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 you know all in fair business tra- oh, business transactions
0: <laughs> we don't know how fair they were.
1: You don't know how fair anyway, they were, yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's a it's a good point that Wendy doesn't really have any moral high ground here to, to preach from. But at the same time, Charlotte knows the stakes of this. Yes. And and so Wendy does have that right mm-hmm, to lamb base her but, it,
1: yeah. Even if you ahead. don't have the moral ground, right? I think even if, you know, you could uh, it's safe to say like um what it's called but like the morals of society kind of right like stealing is wrong uh Mm
0: -hmm.
1: kind of through and through so
0: yeah yeah she may not have the moral high ground but she definitely has the practical high ground here yeah (laughs) so yeah so good for wendy all right back to that questioning room petty lays out all of marty's dead associates and says that he lacks people skills which is hysterical coming from petty who has (laughs) About the worst people skills on this show on level but, with
1: uh Marty, yeah.
0: You think so? I think Marty has bad people skills, yeah. Oh, I think he's got way better people skills than Petty, but I do think they are kind of cut from the same cloth. I
1: don't know, I but. might disagree with that because you know, Petty did he like manipulated Russ and he talks to him. I, I don't know, but who's undercover? He seems to do pretty well in his people skills. The, okay. I think he just doesn't care. Marty, on the I, other I mean, hand, I don't think if he tried, he would have as many people skills as Petty does when he tries.
0: I mean, Marty got Rachel to let him buy the, or invest in the Blue Cat. He got uh, Bobby Dean to let him in, <laughs> buy the Lickety Splits.
1: That's not people skills, to Bobby <laughs> I, know, <Dean. laughs> not,
0: I know, but that, but that's the that's the same type of manipulation It's
1: manipulation that he would use. I guess we I guess we're, we're talking. I mean, when I mean people skills, I guess I mean like people feeling comfortable around, or like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: being able to sway them but not like uh, the way he swayed bobby dean wasn't with people skills but by literally robbing the deed from his
0: uh (laughs) business
1: and then holding it over him after having him arrested well ruth did but due to marty
0: so so. but doesn't petty say here something about how you're not a good judge of character Mm -hmm. because marty references that later i'm pretty sure petty says it here And I think that's the chord that really strikes with Marty, that maybe Marty is not a very good judge of character as he looks out at all the people who have either betrayed him or died around him. You know, he he you you see Bruce and you see his partners at the shipping business, and you know, and there's Wendy and like all these people that have betrayed him and and. Petty calls into question whether he's a good judge of character or not.
1: And a lot and of I secrets think, come out. Like he learns that Bruce was an informant here.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. He, he, he tells, Petty tells him that Bruce turned on him almost immediately, which is a big deal. And there's more, but before we get to that, Petty does tr- uh, threaten to try the kids as adults because they're complicit in this. So that's a big deal. That's something Marty probably hasn't thought about at this point, but he does now, and he he even invokes Jonah specifically and says in twenty five years Jonah would be what thirty eight. So now we know how old Jonah is. <laughs> so he's 14, thirteen or thirteen. Sorry, yeah, thirteen. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's I guess that's good to know. But anyway, uh, that's a big deal, and that really sticks in Marty's head as well. And then the the real stinger is when petty tells him that ruth tried to kill him and that it's only because petty intervened that marty's even alive right now that petty actually saved marty's life because ruth had wired up the dock to electrocute him
1: yeah this is everything
0: yeah exactly he says ask jonah he says ask ask him uh about me because he saw me he pulled a gun on me uh Anyway, he never arrests Marty, though, and he tells him that uh, that he's not safe with Helen. Don't, you know, whatever you do, don't leave with her. But she pulls the plug on it, and they do leave together. Marty says, I'm very happy with my representation and walks out with Helen.
1: And good for him. You know, Not everyone gets happy with the, the lawyer or the attorney they've dealt with, and if Marty's happy, that's good. I think that's, <laughs> that's a important part about life is being happy.
0: I mean, he doesn't really have a choice. He he can stay <laughs> if he wants, but then even if he decides that he's going to stay and take the deal, uh, they might be able to protect him. But his family's dead.
1: I don't know if the FBI still FBI still over at the house. I'm sure Patty could go. Hey, he took the deal. Roll out. Uh,
0: that's a fair point.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I wonder how awkward that would be if he took the deal. It's like, yeah, sure, I'll take the deal, Patty. Goodbye, Helen.
0: Yeah. Seriously, that'd be interesting.
1: So, no, maybe the case. Anyway.
0: Yep. All right. So, back home, Buddy brings Wendy a drink and tells her the story of this French writer on his deathbed. Right. He, he summoned all his friends because he was about to die. Uh, and the friends stayed for a while, but he just didn't die. And then <laughs> eventually wow. the friends said, Yeah, you're not dying. And they left. And then, of course, he died. Right. So, I, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Do you remember what the point of Buddy telling that story was? Uh, oh, I, I remember. Happy to be, I think
1: it's because it's happy to be alive, right? He gives a little quote. Pretty well,
0: well he, says, he says to Wendy at the end, you know, lose your, lose your stuff tomorrow. The, today, focus on what you got to do. So the, that's, I think the point was, like, don't, don't sit here and, and pretend accept defeat. Like, you got stuff to do. Yeah, so
1: he also but, says something about yep. being like he's happy, uh, because yeah, he didn't die yesterday. Or kind of like the idea of like if you think you're gonna die, and you don't die, every day is happy to be alive.
0: That's true. Yep. Yep. Uh, Charlotte goes into Jonah's room and and asks Jonah for money. She wants money that she gave him because she wants to buy a van. That's
1: basically so her money
0: yeah i guess i mean you her. can't well <laughs> this this is very saying, i gave you that money yeah yeah
1: no no otter monkeys not, not not
0: not <laughs> a good not a good argument but she wants to buy a van to live in because she wants to get away and he apparently jonah set up two shell companies just like dad and the money's tied up earning interest and he says next time give me your money so,
1: so I mean Jonah the bank, he's like, so that way I may earn interest,
0: <laughs> yeah. But Jonah, Jonah, wow, good for you. He set up two shell companies as a 13 yeah,
1: year old, definitely impressive. Uh, my question is when he says they're tied up for interest, does he mean to put them in like, like a like some sort of actual like bond or like stock or like a CD, or are they just sitting in like a savings account? And it's like, yes, they're accruing interest. The 0.05% oh. interest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, so. I, my my guess is they actually are working for him, but imagine- he probably <laughs> is just saying this to get Charlotte off his back.
1: Yeah. I I do like to imagine so. they're sitting in a savings account, where he's like, "They're accruing interest. They're tied up." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
0: I don't think that's the case, but it is I pretty funny. So, no. yeah. 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 All right, back to the Snells. This uh, Jacob brings home somebody named wally it's a young gish kid i don't know this kid's maybe maybe about jonah's age I about 12 this. 13 14 I yeah all about this this, now. this is this is such an awkward scene <laughs> yeah, this is this is wally wow <laughs> which is i cannot imagine calling a kid this age wally
1: <laughs> Mister <Mr. Like, Giselle. laughs>
0: i just can't like uh, i mean his name's probably Walter. So I would call him Walt or Walter, not Wally. If you whatever. if you
1: if you had a child and you named them yep. Walter, right? Yep. Or um maybe you're like an uncle or something or like grandfather, blah, blah, so forth, right? Close And they're growing up. So first they're Wally. At what point did you go from Wally to Walt? Uh,
0: I don't know that I would ever call my kid Wally. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> unapplicable And <laughs> <laughs> a or does not apply okay got it. and
0: it depends on whether or not i've already seen lost so
1: uh, okay <laughs> anyway.
0: if, if i've already seen lost then the kids definitely walt from day one but anyway but the, wally is a foster child he thinks that if they like him and he likes them he could be their heir He he kind of excuses Wally to another room so that he can talk to Darlene privately about this. Darlene says, "Nah, no, no, no. Well, she wants a baby boy, someone they can mold. This kid's too old. They can't mold this kid. So, and Jacob puts his foot down, which you know we don't often see this. We see Jacob kind of passively saying, "Ah, but Darlene, we gotta try this. You know, this is the way it's gotta be. This is." Jacob's saying, no, we're going to try this boy out. This is happening. Now, they get interrupted by Sheriff Nix, who arrives just, he's, he's only there to warn them that the FBI is coming. Nothing he can do. If they show up, there's nothing he can do. But what about the debt that you owe us, Sheriff Nix? Well, that's why I'm here. I'm here to warn you. So, Very fair. Yeah. Darlene basically kicks him out. And tells him to bring Wally. (laughs) What? No, she doesn't call him Wally. What does she she call Willie?
1: Willie, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a kid on the porch. I think his name's Willie. Take him with you.
1: (laughs) So awkward. Oh Oh. goodness.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like Jacob puts his foot down and says, "No, we're trying this." And Darlene totally subverts him and says, "Guess what? We're not. He's gone." So, yeah, this is this is cool. This is a cool dynamic that, that we're seeing between Jacob and Erlene. Uh, quite different from the last time we saw them when they were in bed together.
1: De- definitely bickering more.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Marty is in Helen's car. And this is this is a kind of a scary scene here. This This is like. She tells him, "You sit on the other side, back there." Uh, she, you know, at one point she goes into her purse for something, and Marty's kind of holding his breath and just <laughs> clearing over. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Helen grills Marty about Ruth, about his loyalty to the cartel, about his computers. Is there anything we're going to find on your computer? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, Ruth? Nope. Nothing. Don't worry about her. She's loyal. Loyalty to the cartel? Oh no, I'm I'm true blue. I'm with the cartel, hundred uh, percent. What about? Charlotte's money. Nope. That was, that did not belong to the cartel. That it uh, was just Charlotte's money. Don't worry about that either. What about Jonah pulling a gun, a gun on Petty? Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> and, and finally, uh, what do the kids know? Well, Marty turns that one back on her and says, well, what do your kids? know?" that's, that's kind of a breaking point for Helen. She's, she has had enough of that conversation. She pulls out the cigarette, which, I guess this is a symbol of her answering the question that she says, yeah, my, I, I smoke and I don't tell my kids, my kids don't know that I smoke. So I think that's meant to inform us that she does not tell her kids about what she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she tells him, set up a meeting with the Snells because we have an opium problem. They've, they've got that crop up there. Uh, and if the FBI is raiding you, they're probably gonna raid them. And if they find that opium crop, we're in trouble. So
1: more, or actually right. more, you're in trouble because then the casino yeah, is yeah, yeah. dead.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> and what is the what is the expression that she keeps using that he hates to hear?
1: Oh, it's gonna kill me. Yeah, you're right. She keeps, like uh, arrangements
0: right. will be made. I think yes, yes that's what it
1: is. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> what it is? Yes, arrangements yeah. will have to be made. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: know arrangements <laughs> will have to be made. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Anything else you want to say about the car scene?
1: Uh, No, it's a great scene, though.
0: Yeah, it is really good. Helen's pretty awesome.
1: Helen is really awesome, yeah.
0: A nice addition to the show. All right, then at the Blue Cat, Ruth goes there to see Rachel, and Rachel tells her that she should really think about what she'll do if Marty goes down, because he might be in trouble, which uh, Rachel almost tips her hand here to Ruth. It, It sounds like she really wants to tell her, Marty's going down because I made it so so get your ducks in order here yeah
1: try to help her out at least
0: yeah but petty and evans are listening in on that whole thing it's not anything truly important really important but it does instigate this conversation between petty and evans and this is where evans i'm sorry petty tells evans that it's game day that's why i called the wanted you here from down from chicago petty just seems absolutely over the moon excited he's just elated about everything happening
1: and yeah is this another uh football reference that you're counting towards or i mean it's just the title of the episode but
0: yeah, it it, i mean it's game day yeah i mean that's the title of the episode but that could be a football reference
1: i mean definitely, sure why yeah. not sure, yeah. Enough. but yep. yeah yeah oh petty he's loving it i've never seen him so happy since renzo's death no. he's loving he's loving life right now
0: things oh, are coming yeah. up
1: millhouse for petty things are coming up petty you guys are yep. saying that now
0: Exactly. Everything's coming up, Petty. So Evans tells him, you know, you got to do this by the book. She he's worried that that Petty is giving Rachel drugs. And he says, you know, you better keep her alive. Now that was just a clear shot across the bow about Rust dying. And we got to keep Rachel alive. You're your informant. Don't let your next don't let this informant die, too. But Petty flaunts his relationship with Rust instead of feeling shame for it. He says you're just jealous that that big beautiful bear you know he and i had a thing that you and i could never have so uh but he said he says that right in evan's face and then he just takes off where are you going he's going to lickety splits okay anything else you want to say there
1: no no it's a good team though good for petty mean his victory laps right
0: (laughs) yeah well he's doing victory laps before he's even won like this, this is oh, so preemptive but victory is in sight yeah. right <laughs> yeah like, you Do ever you,
1: play like monopoly you know you're gonna win right or you're playing some other board game oh
0: monopoly is the worst like, i mean well, well,
1: but not but no it's the best for that for knowing that you're gonna win
0: Oh, uh, it's uh, this is monopoly <laughs> is a three-hour game where one hour into it, yes. you know exactly who's gonna win,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, you know who has like a 90% chance of winning. I'll give it, I'll give it. I've seen upsets happen, but the far and in between, and it's just mostly just luck of the dice. It's basically like I have a 90% chance of winning, right? And basically, I just have to get very unlucky for me to lose, and maybe yeah, that'll happen, maybe it won't, but yeah. So, so Petty's playing Monopoly, he's got lots of monopolies and he's, <laughs> he's doing his victory laps around the board. He's like,
0: Oh, right. He's doing a little jig. So, yeah. Oh man. I wonder uh, if listeners uh, who are watching this for the first time, have an, have an idea of who's going to win in this case, Petty or Marty.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know.
0: I mean, I didn't know when I was watching, but I also didn't know that there were more seasons of Ozark. So,
1: Anyway, okay, who, who will win? how how, will how how will how will this end
0: yeah well yeah all right so back at the house marty fills wendy in on what happened in the questioning room and then he goes and he asks jonah about pulling a gun on petty which jonah does confirm so marty knowing that petty was telling him the truth about jonah is now starting to worry about ruth Mm -hmm. so yes and and he does i think he told wendy there too that had he said Ruth tried to kill him. Yes. No, it was a here or later. Might have been later.
1: It is late. No, no, yeah, no, never mind. It is later it's when he's yeah, going right. to see Ruth.
0: Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because so, she
1: tell, he tells him her everything there, and Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte hears it all. All. Eh.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So th- this is one of the most interesting parts of this episode is Marty struggling with what to do about Ruth because. You know, Ruth is is trying to get in touch with him too, uh, because she doesn't know all of what she's supposed to be doing right now. But Marty has in the back of his mind, you know, this is his loyal soldier, but he's got these seeds of doubt about what Petty said. And and really, so much of what Marty does is him being consumed by this. You know, wh- what if Ruth tried to kill me? If she tried to kill me, then uh, then everything i think i know about the situation is wrong and i'm in a lot of trouble here so and you can see it you can you can see how how painful it is for him to even think about because i mean the the looks of agony on his face are really pretty palpable and a really good indicator that this that ruth means a lot to him
1: yeah yeah
0: like he, he got past the Bruce thing was barely like he barely even thought about getting betrayed. Yeah, by he's Bruce.
1: dead. He was, yeah, blip on the right. Yeah, whatever. I knew it you already. Here's a on w- the wall.
0: Wendy, it just turned into bitterness. It's like you know what? We're just business partners now. You did it. I don't even want to talk about it. I, you know, but I did love seeing your lover splat on the pavement. But Ruth is like soul crushing to him. A betrayal for, from of uh, by Ruth would be that would be. Like pretty
1: Brutus type thing. Oh,
0: (laughs) it really would be. It really would be. So, speaking of Ruth, at the Lickety Splits, at Lickety Splits, sorry, Ruth is in the parking lot and Petty approaches her, gives her three options: one, you turn state's evidence, become an informant for me, uh, and I'll protect you; two, you get arrested for killing Russ and Boyd; or three, the cartel kills you and your cousins. Oh, and by the way. That's the cartel right over there.
1: Yeah, I do nothing, and yeah, they're going to kill you because they see you talking to me, and they're already panicking a bit. You know, they're, they're squirming.
0: Yeah, they, they think that you. we're, they think we're friends now. Yeah, but he also tells her two other things that are hugely important well i guess this one's not hugely important it's just kind of like rubbing it in you know that he had a relationship with russ yeah this is this is a victory lap yep you know i don't really care one way or another about you but i liked your uncle a lot and you know that's that's that he he reveals all of that to her but they this is a big deal though he tells her that he told marty she tried to kill him which that changes everything for ruth oh this episode's so good because it's so good the way
1: he plays everyone right
0: yes yes yeah he he did all
1: his cards he's all these things he's probably thought up of of what to do and he's playing it all right yep
0: yeah he's going all in for sure so it it, but now it's so i love the rest of this episode from this point forward because every time we see marty you can see visibly see that in the back of his mind whatever he's doing he's thinking about oh my god ruth tried to kill me and every time you see ruth you can visibly see in the back of her mind she's thinking oh my god marty knows that he, i tried to kill him
1: and so, I, well, it must be the worry of like is the cartel gonna kill me like is marty gonna have them kill me maybe right maybe as well right like is this
0: exactly have i, have yes. I
1: myself in and i'll say this yeah this is probably my favorite scene of the episode it might go to the, it might go to the helen and marty in the car scene but i think this yep. might be my favorite scene uh
0: th- this is the one where i actually Suddenly, gained a ton of respect for Patty as a as a federal agent, not as a human being, (laughs) but (laughs) as a as a federal agent. Like he seems like he oh wow he really knows what he's doing. (laughs) This is this is terrifying for this is the exact thing to say to her to get her to crack. Yeah, yeah. This it's this is an awesome scene. All right. Speaking of awesome scenes, Helen goes to pay a visit to the Snells at their crep. And she wants the Snells to destroy the poppies. I mean, can you think of a more outrageous request of the Snells right now? I kind of feel bad for the Snells here because, especially Jacob. I mean, Darlene hears this and just like, totally, just was absolutely not, this is ridiculous, go away. But Jacob recognizes that there could be a problem here uh, and I, I kind of feel terrible for them. It seems like they've had to give in every step of the way. Uh, we're going to take your distribution, so because Mason's coming off the water. All right, we'll get we'll distribute it for you, but you're going to have to give up, you know, however many acres of your land uh, to do this casino. All right, you agreed to the casino, but we're going to take more of your land to do a bigger casino project. All right, all right, you agreed to that, but. We need you to burn down the poppies. It seems like they're constantly being asked to do stuff. So I do kind of feel bad for the snells here.
1: Yeah, I I see what you're saying. Uh, But at least Jacob, you know, he he does try to go down a more business approach here of, I'll destroy the fields if you pay me for the poppies I'm destroying. Mm Mm-hmm. Buy buy the poppies off me. Yeah. Destroy them.
0: Which honestly is not an unreasonable request.
1: It's not at least to a degree, right? I mean, obviously Helen doesn't want to pay for it. He's i like the move i feel yep. like more negotiations along these lines could have worked out right like ah, okay i'll pay yep. like a fourth the value of the poppies because i mean obviously he's saving money too from i mean by saving money he can pay it'll probably cost him less money to burn the fields maybe not i, I don't know because yeah, i guess he just uh, pays people whatever so
0: yeah never mind. yep yeah so anyway she does not go for it though but they, because they dig in their heels and say, she says, you know, we're, I'm gonna pay you for product that we're not receiving. And they say, you know what, we'll take our chances. You know, we've, we've survived this long without getting caught. I think we'll be okay. But Helen talks to Marty privately and, and says, uh, she how much she hates it here and she hates negotiating with rednecks. So,
1: <laughs> I know I, I love this about this is how Marty like how he understates like you really shouldn't call him that like he un- you yep. <laughs> he, 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 he think he's like listen Helen that's why Dell's dead like really I mean he will <laughs> never admit that he knows why Dell's dead but, but like, yeah. you don't want to call him that he's <laughs> I I'll, I'll <laughs> sit in the back of Marty's head he's kind of hoping the Snells kill Helen he's like listen. Uh, uh. Yeah, just don't call them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: that is very well done by Jason Bateman for sure. But Helen says that they need to destroy the poppies themselves. If the Snells aren't going to do it, we need to do it. Meanwhile, while Helen's talking to Marty, Darlene is talking to Wendy and says, yeah, you know what? We'd be more likely to destroy that field if uh, you could you know, pull some strings with your buddy Wilkes and get us, uh, get us a baby. Wendy hates this idea so much. She tells Marty in the car afterwards, I would do so many things. I have done so many things. I would do so many things, but I am not doing that. I am not giving that woman a baby. Marty thinks, why the hell not? (laughs) We need this done. This is how we do it.
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: (laughs) But this is the the difference between... Wendy, go ahead. We've got two go kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like
1: Jonah, some might call him, you know, like a little baby at times. I think we could, oh my God, work something out.
0: In no way is Jonah any younger than Wally.
1: He looks. He looks. He, he, I think he might look younger than Wally. Mm.
0: If he's younger than Wally, he's younger than him by like a year.
1: Younger's younger is
0: younger. Younger is not baby.
1: Mm, that goes to the line somewhere to baby. I think thirteen <laughs> and younger. Okay be baby status (laughs) if i'm not mistaken i think when i was 13 i was getting like the the baby deals right like uh you know babies eat free or something so (laughs) i know it's been a while since Uh, you've had that you know you've had those options and you might have forgotten but at 13 you do get the baby deals
0: it's been a while but This uh, this this is a nice contrast between Marty and Wendy. Marty yeah. still will do whatever it takes to make to make things happen. Wendy still has qualms. She still is kind of kind of anchored by morality, or at least she likes to think so.
1: Yeah, like she feels more guilty about the whole Mason thing than uh, yeah. Marty, as we know.
0: Yeah, which I mean, if we can go back to the episode where she set up the foundation for that senator uh, after That's- the senator committed suicide. You know, th- this is. You know, yes, I'm trying to buy you, but I'm also trying to do some good. This this is a similar situation. She knows that she needs to buy Darlene, but she wants to try to do good as well. And she doesn't see how these two things are reconciled in this situation. She saw it with the foundation. She doesn't see it here. Marty doesn't care. Just, you know, whatever gets us where we need to go, that's what we got to do.
1: Just give her a bag of rice and paint it. She won't know the difference. Oh my god! <laughs> my bag of oh my rice, rice came to my head. But, oh my! I don't know god. what this baby like. Like a Mr. Potato Head would have been than a bag of rice. How about
0: how about a doll?
1: I see if that's too fake. I think it'll, it'll tell. Like our a little like uh-huh. they're soft, right? They're a little squeamish. So invaluable. rice
0: would would work
1: better. Oh, than, a bag than of rice, right? Like, like like if I were to I'm not saying push in like the belly of a baby, but like it'll kind of like bend in, right? A doll won't do that. But sure a bag of rice will. Nah, a bag of rice will if you push it in. Similar force, kind of like bends in.
0: Kurt, you don't have a lot of experience with baby dolls, do you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to the lickety splits. I did it again. On to lickety splits. Ruth finally gets to talk to Marty, but he says he'll call her later and so she asks sam to pull around back and give her a ride home she I, does, she knows she can't leave by her car through the front because the cartel will follow her
1: yeah she keeps so looking she, at the cartel on the security yes yeah,
0: yeah so she has sam do it uh, so that she can get out of there unnoticed yeah All right. anything you want to say about that
1: uh, no i'm very interested okay. by this next scene though <laughs>
0: Yes. Yeah. Back at the house. This is, oh, this is a great scene. This might be my favorite scene. Oh, my God. This is so I good. I know
1: if this is my favorite, but I do love <laughs> Petty. He's just, he just trying to, he, he, like I said, he's playing all his cards here.
0: Yep. There he is. Yep. He's trying to drive a wedge between Marty and Wendy by questioning her relationship with Wilkes. You know, it's something about emails. You know, I, I, I'm sorry for trying something. You know, what did he try exactly, Wendy? But, oh, and, and maybe uh, maybe you guys have an open relationship because this and he shows her the video the sugarwood video which marty apparently still had on his computer so when he told helen there's nothing that they're going to find on the computer uh he wasn't probably thinking about this video
1: well yeah it doesn't make him guilty about the cartel standards it's just no fair
0: no but wendy shows absolutely no surprise when he shows her the video oh yes i've seen it and she refuses to let him shame them into witness protection uh this is you know wendy's moment to shine in this in this episode and uh and she does a great job this is laurel and he's amazing in this in this scene this is pretty awesome but petty does not get them to commit to witness protection but he certainly drives a wedge because as soon as he leaves wendy turns to marty and says i can't believe you kept that video so yeah there's definitely some wedge driving here good stuff anything else you want to say about the scene
1: no no just listen might be the best petty episode right best best petty maybe not maybe maybe i'm overhyping it but I'm loving Petty though. Like I see Petty coming, I'm yeah. like, sweet. What's Petty doing next? Right? Like he's he's, he's he's like he's like a magician. He's got a bag of tricks. He's like, well, let me do this yeah. one. This one. You see this and watch me do boom. boom right this, right? <laughs> so
0: that's pretty funny. Oh my god. I think I know who you'd vote for in TV time if you had a vote.
1: <laughs> I like if I, had a, I could go vote, I could just do TV time. But it's kind of I guess part of the tv time stick is i don't know yeah at right a time so
0: yeah it definitely would ruin that so yeah all right so the langmores uh little compound here is where we go next and ruth is packing up she's packing up to leave Cade comes in and says listen we don't rat and we don't run two things the langmores don't do and he tell he tries to comfort her and say look if the cartel comes here we have all manner of weaponry We'll take him out one by one. <laughs> Bim, bam, boom.
1: I, I. Do you think this is good fathering? here? Like, do you think he's being a no. good father? Really? No, really. I would. I would say he, like, obviously, what he's doing is immoral, right? What he's saying, you know, he's willing to shoot the FBI. I think that's. I think that's almost widely oh. held as a very bad thing to do. As, I don't like, think
0: he. I, I don't think he was talking about the FBI. I think he was talking about the cartel.
1: Oh, cartel. My. My bad. I'm confusing the guy from the cartel. Yes, so, yeah. yes. My yeah. bad. So, which I guess probably isn't as more, morally questionable, but still, you know, it, it, but he's trying to comfort her, right? It's definitely, mm-hmm. He's definitely—he's not trying to scare her. He's trying to make her feel better. Yep. Make her feel safer. And mm-hmm. I think that's a nice fatherly thing to do, right?
0: Okay. I, I, this is a, a good it's...
1: guy, Kate Bowman. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I have to defend Kate against you. I think this is a good guy, Kate Bowman.
0: All right, it, it's towards her. his intention his intentions seem better than normal Cade in that I would say plan- this whole
1: episode, this whole episode, yeah. he's good guy Cade towards
0: he's definitely more fatherly in that he's he's demonstrating that his willingness to protect her.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think this is the least of the scenes that shows his uh um good guy but don't, Cade.
0: But don't you think that it would be better advice to say yeah get out of here we'll, uh, we'll back you it's,
1: up it's the it's the it would be better advice but his intentions are pure right but I mean, when i say yeah, pure yeah. i don't mean. You know, but his attention is even if he gives the worst advice in the world he means it in good faith and that's what i think should be the takeaway from here right
0: okay yeah i in guess so he, he, his, guy, Kate,
1: his, his
0: his, i guess his point in not running is it it makes you look guilty so yeah
1: yeah and he wants so yeah the cartel might chase even, her down then I think that right. I think it's very true I think if she ran away the cartel might hunt her down and kill her I think Kate is spot on
0: hmm interesting
1: you I think I would I think I agree with Kate over that <laughs> I think I think he's correct because when she looked guilty to the cartel I thought the police did go yeah she's running she's guilty why is she running and then they'd kill her probably maybe torture hmm. her and get her but I, yeah I don't see how running would help her situation
0: well, you might be right maybe this is good guy Kate That's not episode.
1: me. It's Kate. That's right. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. he's definitely this episode. Good guy, Kate. If you ask me, in terms of yeah. Ruth, right? I don't think he's mean to her at all. Okay. Even if it was bad advice, it was all done in good faith. I don't think it's bad advice.
0: All right. Good for Kate. Bim bam boom. I'm gonna. That's gonna be the new showhopper's catchphrase. Bim bam boom.
1: Yeah, it could be your catchphrase. Let's not. Let's
0: not. Yeah yeah. All right. Back at the Bird Residence, Buddy is watching of all things football, and Marty comes down to see him. Uh, and I, it's really, it's really minor. But I love that Marty comes down, takes a beer out of the refrigerator, takes like, it takes like one sip of it, and then when he leaves, he hands it to Buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't realize that.
0: <laughs> it's really funny. I love it. But anyway, Marty comes down to see Buddy and, and just, just to kind of bounce ideas off him He says, I, I don't know what to do about these poppies. And Buddy says well, you're you're trying to make everybody happy, and that's not possible. You got to act and let everybody else react. And that is something that Marty does not do. Marty is cold and calculating, uh, and he does a lot of reacting to other people. He doesn't. He's not a rainmaker. He doesn't act first preemptively. Mm-hmm. So, so this is interesting advice coming from Buddy. But anyway. Yeah. They get interrupted because Helen shows up with two thugs and says the kids should go to their rooms, which is terrifying because that makes it sound like they're about to kill Marty and Wendy. But, oh,
1: yeah. Well, I thought so it makes it sound like she's their parent. But, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Helen shows them the photos of Ruth with Petty uh, from the parking lot of These Splits and, and asks, do you trust her with your... Do you trust her? And Wendy is immediately just absolutely immediate marty doesn't answer right away and she says do you trust her with your life and then he's a, gives a very hesitant you know nod and a yeah which is pretty damning and pretty bad news for ruth yeah. and that that's enough to get them out of the house and they're headed to ruth's place
1: so what i'm confused on is how does marty beat them to ruth's place i guess do they not have directions like is, yeah
0: they, they probably don't like- they probably don't know exactly how to get there
1: yeah okay fair so enough.
0: yeah i, th- I, I i'm i fine with that yeah. but but marty does call ruth first and tells tells her to meet him which now think about this from ruth's perspective she knows that marty knows that he tried to kill her or that she tried to kill him and she knows that the cartel's what? been following him her uh, 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 go uh, ahead
1: i'll, I'll add she might be hoping that Petty was lying to her about telling Marty yeah but yeah, yeah. definitely
0: but this sounds this sounds awful like if I'm Ruth and I get this call there's no way I'm meeting Marty anywhere
1: yeah. like
0: this is no oh, no I'm not going anywhere because uh, you're gonna kill me you're
1: gonna have to so cow, kill me
0: exactly exactly but she he says fine you don't have to meet me I'll come to you and so he goes to their place to the, the Langmore compound. Now Wendy asks Marty why he hesitated, and that's so this is where he tells her that Ruth tried to kill him. And then it's a further indictment on Wendy. Bruce turned on me, you cheated on me. Maybe I'm not the best judge of characters, which are almost exactly Petty's words. Mm-hmm. So Petty is in Marty's head right now.
1: Yeah, the invoked the rent-free statement.
0: Hmm. I was going to leave oh, that yeah. to you, so yeah, I'm glad you. you glad you chimed in. There, so, but Charlotte hears all of this and tells Jonah uh, that Wendy had an affair. That seems like kind of a last straw type thing for Jonah, and he says, "How much was that van again?"
1: I, I used to say though, five thousand dollars is like a very pittance amount of money to get a van.
0: Oh yeah, like,
1: like that is this not is, a very good van.
0: This is no, this van is not going to get you very far.
1: Like yeah, it's very pittance amount. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, anyway. yep. Good luck, unless they plan on like using it as a down payment and they're gonna make monthly payments. There, <laughs> yeah, <they're...
1: laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs>
0: uh, I don't think that was Charles' plan though. But what anyway, kind of
1: leasing the van. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, that could stretch out yeah, for a few more months.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> there you go. So, uh, buddy's talking to Wendy again. Buddy's got some great stuff in this episode too. I mean, it, it's he's pretty awesome in this episode. Like everything that he says and does, it's, he's very, it's like he,
1: he's very inspirational. This episode, right? He's, he's really trying to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to it's inspire
1: like, the birds. He's like the like one light yeah. in the house, the person that's still kind of being positive
0: yeah and you know what i you know what i love about buddy in this episode this is is like my favorite thing is in this episode buddy flies under everybody's radar the fbi pays no attention to him the (laughs) snells pay no attention to him the cartel pays no attention to him and all of them were right there at the house or in the house and everybody's ignoring buddy so he, he is playing from the shadows and just flying under everybody's radar i love that it's really cool
1: yeah that's really true definitely true
0: anyway he says to wendy when there's a when there's a lot going on you do what's right in front of you which is sage advice i have to say but but he says i like marty but he thinks too much he's got to act somebody does so
1: so Uh, this this is the quote I, i i found where i put it this is the quote he said earlier that what I was trying to refer to of when you think you're okay. gonna die yesterday, today is sweet. Uh, I mean, that, oh, yeah, that's kind of shows the reason to why Buddy's kind of so positive despite oh, yeah. all this negativity, right? Because you know what? It could be the worst day almost on earth, and I think Petty would still be happy because he's alive. And that's Buddy, I think... yeah, Buddy, sorry, Did I say yeah, Petty, yeah, yeah, okay, Buddy <laughs> is happy because he's alive,
0: so yeah,
1: yeah. and it Fair really enough. shows in this episode. I, I mean, they're really running away running
0: with it it's pretty awesome all right marty makes it to the langmore's place and he confronts ruth about about the dock he says she says it was a long time ago she doesn't answer his question directly you know did you try to kill me did you wire my dock? and she says it was a long time ago so i mean indirectly yes that, that is yes and he says oh no no not a long time ago that was august that was three months ago but she, so she never denies it. She pretty much admits to it, but she said, but she swears on Wyatt's life that he can trust her, which that's a big deal. And Marty knows that's a big deal. She doesn't just swear on her own life or just swear in general. She swears on Wyatt's life, and that is enough for Marty to immediately vouch for her as soon as Helen gets there. But you that, see-
1: uh, yep. Okay. So I never get that whole like swearing on something, because I've never heard of someone coming up for comeuppance like you swore on blank. I did. You lied to me. Now I take Wyatt. Like, like. You know oh, you I mean? don't think th- you don't think so? I not if someone's backed into a corner, right? Like I I will believe someone if they say something like that, but like if you're truly back like like Ruth in this case, right? Ruth is scared she's going to die. I would mm-hmm. be like i don't really care what you'd swear on to be honest because it's like it's not like a tangible thing right we're not going to do something to wyatt because of you but I, I doubt marty would right oh it's, but
0: I, well, I think that's what she's saying though so she's i think she's saying like if i'm lying to you then you can take wyatt's life which is like that's the last thing that she would ever want but i think she and knows Ma- and marty, marty knows would that. never
1: do that Like i, I feel like i feel like marty would that. never do it okay but, the but she is.
0: also knows the cartel is coming
1: i think just my gripe with people swearing on things i, I never get that really. like swear <laughs> on blank you know what i mean i just don't get that yeah yeah but i mean i, I understand it. I yeah i mean you're right that when
0: you're backed into a corner you're gonna say whatever you have to do to get out of it yeah so yeah it's a good point but but i I do think this means it more means something to marty hers. definitely yes yeah so Helen shows up with like five cartel goons. Cade comes you know out what? with like,
1: <laughs> wait, wait. this is probably what took them so long. She was getting the rest of the goons.
0: Oh, that could be. That could be. And
1: they were getting lost. Yeah. So like, no, we have to come and sink everyone <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, Paul, yeah. where uh, are you?
0: My bad. Uh, Why? <laughs> would you go through the yellow light? I, I got to wait for the red light. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this. Uh, she, Cade comes out though with a big gun. This looks like a machine gun. This thing is no joke. And eventually, though, he has to drop it because there are lots of of these goons hanging around, uh, and they bring Ruth inside, and they zip tie her hands with the zip tie that we saw in the symbols. And Kate and Marty are held at gunpoint outside.
1: Good guy, Kate. Good guy, Kate. Tried to defend. Did more than uh, Marty did. Tried to defend Ruth.
0: I don't think Marty's got a machine gun on him. So <laughs> could have brought one. I mean. I mean, Marty, Marty does say to them, as soon as they get there, you can trust her. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, you know, he, he has turned a corner and he is, she didn't lie to him. She swore on Wyatt's life. He has accepted this as uh, good enough. I believe you. I trust you. (laughs) Yeah. So, and, and, and I think that, I think there's something to that. The fact that she didn't lie and say, no, I didn't do it. And the fact that she's swearing on Wyatt's life, so I I, I do see why Marty suddenly trusts her.
1: Yeah, it, I wonder if if they did a different choice, and if Marty, if if Ruth had here, Ruth lies to Marty. It's like no, I mm-hmm. I did do that, right? And then Marty's very skeptical, and he kind of okay's the torturing because he himself too is curious. Yeah. To if Ruth did do it, right? I wonder how that would change the dynamic. Like if because I wonder, is that does that fit their characters? Like Ruth not wanting to admit it, and then would Marty be more okay with the torturing? Because oh, well, he definitely does care about Ruth. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Like
0: so maybe now I, I don't think
1: he'd still be okay with torturing. I don't think
0: I, I do okay. think I do think it would have been well within Ruth's character to deny it.
1: Yes, that's, 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 uh, more, she's, that's plausible.
0: She's denied Russ and Boyd's death to Wyatt and three over and over again. So I think that would that is the case, that she could have denied it. But I, I, it is interesting to think about how Marty would, would have reacted if she had denied it. You're right.
1: Yeah, and just how that would change the dynamic. I'm not saying yeah. I, I would like it more. I'm just kind of curious. I think that, that that's a choice that could have been done. Yep. Wonder- interesting. Anyway, so. so for
0: the rest of the episode, we're going to be going back and forth between the Snells and the Langmores places. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at the Snells place, Wendy brings Buddy in and he gets out while she goes up to the house so that you know there's a gate you know where she has to say who it is it's Wendy bird here to see darlene but she doesn't say that buddy's in the car with her they enter the gate and then buddy gets off to do what he's about to do back at the langmores their waterboarding roof you know what no all one Uh, nah, let's just do it this way. We're close to the end. Anyway, uh, they're waterboarding Ruth and they, Helen says, first of all, Helen's questioning is severely stressful because she does not really give to Ruth time to answer
1: anything. Yeah, I know. But She's just like throwing questions at.
0: Yeah. But one of the things that she asked really struck a chord with me. She says, do you understand that betraying Marty bird is the same as betraying the cartel?
1: Listen, Marty so, Bird seems to be having a lot of power here, right? In terms of I life. guess he's so. Got, he's got the, he's got the, uh, what's it? Not more Snell's on one side. He's got like the, um, the cartel backing him up once more. Like these other mm-hmm. things are coming up. Listen, we said Petty. I guess things are coming up, Petty, Marty, in yeah. terms of his allies, trusting
0: yeah. him. But by, by the way, I love that this whole episode happens in, over the course of one day.
1: Yeah. So the, game day.
0: Yeah, it is. It's game day. It's awesome. So back at the Snells, Wendy brings Darlene a list of Missouri adoption agencies. And Darlene is about as happy as Petty on game day. And Buddy drains the cart of liquid fertilizer. So he goes to the poppy field and there's a cart that's full of liquid fertilizer. He drains that out and he fills it with gasoline or diesel or whatever. Uh, But he is struggling at this point, he's like wheezing and coughing while he does it. Uh, the, at the Langmores, Cade says to Marty, you better pray she effing lives.
1: Good father Cade, right? Like you know, <laughs> You're just getting towards the magic, right? I, I
0: guess this is, this is useful in showing us that Cade does actually have some affection for Ruth. He doesn't usually show it to her, but he actually does have some.
1: Yeah. So it's a good good guy, Cade. he's least good father, Cade. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Buddy at the Snells is riding in this cart, the you know, spraying all the crops with not liquid fertilizer, but this fuel, laughing the whole time. Uh he finishes up, he pulls out a flare from his bag, he lights it and he tosses it and watches it burn you know he does the the classic burn baby burn as it's burning and then finally back at the langmores helen comes out and says to kate and marty she's a tough kid uh, and ruth staggers out kate helps her walk away the cartel leaves and marty is left alone knowing go ahead
1: well i just want to say like she like ruth is so weak here right she's crying Right? oh yeah Cade, like she's just she's not speaking all, just crying limping and yeah yep. marty marty seems real shook himself yep. too like he feels real bad and shook mm-hmm. basically yeah his, his hesitation caused that
0: well it did but at the same time I, th- I think that's part of why he's shaken but i think that the other part is that he ha- has not recognized that all the people that he has trusted that are closest to him have at some point betrayed him
1: yeah and, yeah things are not great for him
0: Yeah, so I think it's not, it's not an accident that the last shot, in the episode, is of Marty alone, because I think that's exactly how he feels. Yeah,
1: okay. Uh, That's fair enough. And can can we just say, good guy, Cade. Look at that. I don't see Marty doing that. I don't see Marty helping Ruth a lot. it has to be Cade.
0: Uh, I think Cade would have probably punched Marty if he had tried to. Uh I'm
1: just saying, though. Just saying. (laughs) At least he helped Ruth, unlike Marty. Okay. Come on, so, okay. so you gonna say "Good Father" Kate this episode?
0: I'm not ready to say "Good Father," but at least this episode, father.
1: Though, this father, really. Father. You want to say "Good Father"? No, I would I, even I, say I "Best Father" this episode.
0: No, I, I no, I don't. I will not.
1: I think he was a better father than Marty this episode.
0: I mean, Marty didn't do a whole lot of fathering in this episode.
1: Well, it's kind of part of being a father, right? You got to be fathering to be a good father. Okay, well, is that is that an incorrect statement?
0: No, you're right.
1: Okay. So I think I think by the default then. Kate is the better father, better father, better father this episode.
0: You know, I will give you this much. Uh, several times Petty says to both Marty and Wendy like take this deal for the sake of your kids' <laughs> he does lives.
1: Yep. He's he the uh, kids.
0: They'll be tried
1: yeah. as adults.
0: Yep, Or killed by the cartel. You need to take this deal, and every time they reject it. So maybe you're right. Maybe Kate is the better parent in this episode <laughs> than Marty Yeah, he, he
1: lays down his weapons, right? Yep. For I maybe mean, also for his own life too. But no. so I guess I yeah, yeah, just do that. But. Yeah.
0: How about that? So, so he just let them take Ruth in there. He could have, you know, fought. Uh,
1: I mean, he could have fought, got himself killed, and probably it wouldn't have saved Ruth. In fact, might make things worse for Ruth if he, if he fought.
0: Or maybe he wins. That was quite a gun he brought out. I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know how, to answer that,
1: how do I answer that.
0: <laughs> anyway, you know, do you know what time it is, Kurt?
1: Whew, look at that! It's television uh, tempo. television time,
0: TV time. Oh, by yeah, the way, I, it, I have, I have some exciting news about TV time.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. They,
0: time. they don't do this with every series, and they don't do it with every season of a series. Uh, for that matter but in season two i have not noticed it until this episode but it, it has been every episode of season two they have a poll a, a poll question
1: so it's just a random question that they've decided to ask yeah
0: what? yeah so for example okay. last episode the question was which character do you hate the most roy oh. petty, roy petty rachel uh, cade or charlotte okay Where's so Mason? He wasn't in here. Sorry. So, that was last episode. This episode, there is a poll, and the question is, uh, what was the biggest surprise of the episode? So, we'll get to that afterwards. Yeah. So I'll give you some time to think about it. So, let's start with the ratings of the episode. What do you think?
1: Five. It's got to be five, right? If it's not or- five, for, for everyone, for you, yeah. me, everyone in the world, it should be 100% five. mean, not 100%.
0: Yeah. It's seventy-three percent five.
1: That's close though. That would round up. Yeah. I think you grade you grade tests and stuff. Would would, would you not round that up to hundred?
0: Uh, if you're rounding to the nearest hundred, then yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you want to do next? The, the favorite character or the poll?
1: Let's do favorite character. All right. Know. Even though this is gonna be very hard.
0: This is uh, so hard. Oh this my is god. Very
1: hard. I mean, so I'm I'm gonna go with the people. 'Cause last time I, I really I, I underestimate how people feel about Marty. Um mm-hmm. and I think it's it's just such a wide field that I think that he'll yeah, just get it is. The vote. So I i to say that um Marty takes the W.
0: Okay. Do you want like, me to respond to that first or do you wanna guess mine first?
1: No, yeah, I wanna guess yours. So I I, I you know, I I did kinda of talk myself into giving it to Petty.
0: For sure you did. So so I'm gonna give
1: it to Petty just because I, I got it now. Um, yep. you though you, you wouldn't give it to Wendy. There's characters that do much, uh, that I think are much interest- much more interesting. And this is no offense to Wendy, right? She definitely does things that are, you know, she, did, you're right. Did you say? Fought- Wendy. Uh, no, what did I'm, you
0: say was much more interesting than Wendy?
1: Other characters that I didn't specify. Oh,
0: gotcha. Yeah, but, right. but, but, okay.
1: but well, for example though, like when she, uh, when she stood up to Petty, that was great but uh, mm-hmm. Helen I think would be even more interesting than Wendy in this case. Ruth as well. Uh Marty I think is still more interesting than Wendy. Uh mm-hmm. let me think. Petty. No, I pick Petty. I think I think would you pick Helen? The, the Snells uh, I don't think you really picked. You picked her. This is so hard. I I don't know if I can actually like, pick this. I'm I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. And this is I'm gonna say that you went to ruth
0: okay so are you ready for oh, the, the answers okay yeah i did go petty in fact you did i did i uh, yeah i can't I, believe
1: it you went petty i know the most i know man i know
0: but he's so awesome in this He's every up. time he was on screen i was like oh this is gonna be good oh yeah. this is gonna be good I, this I is, the, it's the, so exciting
1: analogy is a good one he's just he's just yeah doing great tricks
0: Absolutely,
1: like, well, what's he yeah. gonna do this time, right? Well, like last time nope. that car trick he did, really cool, but this time he oh, he just he just went up to himself, he did even better.
0: Oh, I know he he's so awesome in this episode, it's oh, it was impossible for me not to vote for him. And I didn't have him listed as my favorite character from my first watch through, but on the second watch through here, I was like, this is clearly petty, and it's a, in a lot of ways, it's petty for the same reason it was Rachel last week uh, because you know the field was so broad there's there's so many great performances and so many great characters in, in those last the, the last two episodes last week and this week but all of those great performances and all those great characters revolve around petty in this episode yes like every almost everybody's best scene is with petty
1: so. yeah and he instigates all the scenes and he's the driving yep. force behind the episode for the most part Yeah, yeah, we know. Obviously, he's not connected with the cartel stuff, but he's the one that caused it, right? Yeah, exactly. Refers to that all the time, Uh, but I'm curious to who the people said.
0: Okay, so so Petty only got two percent of the vote.
1: Wow. Yeah, I think we've become maybe by not binge watching Ozark, you become enlightened to Petty. Like maybe maybe you only you can only truly enjoy Petty if you don't binge watch the series.
0: Maybe that's. I listen.
1: Is. I have cold recollections of Petty. You have cold recollections of Petty, and in fact, yep. your previous self didn't rate him as the best character of this episode. You're right. When I think he's the obvious pick, right for me at least, yeah. like, I I, yep. I would pick him, and I oh,
0: I, he's totally the, the obvious pick to me now, so, like absolutely.
1: So I think I think the, the there might be something called the Petty effect, right? It's so maybe something mm. with binging a series just maybe makes the more negative parts of a character highlight. I don't know what it is, but I, yeah. I wonder, I wonder, poor Patty.
0: Yeah. I, I do feel bad. Cause it has, that, that is a great performance. Like episode, now I'm skeptical.
1: So. If, if I will just, if there is any more bad Patty as much, like, am I just misremembering it all?
0: Right. Am right. Am I just,
1: am I just, have I, have I given him a bad rap? I don't
0: know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll talk see, about that a little more. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll uh, me, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> All right. So he was in fifth place, two percent of the vote. Fourth place was Wendy at four uh, okay. percent. whatever, that's fine. Um, third place with 14% of the vote, buddy. Buddy, yeah.
1: I actually expected
0: nice. him to I expected him to be higher, actually.
1: I uh, no, no, I don't think so.
0: Okay. I actually thought if I were gonna pick who the The most popular choice was here. I would have said, "Buddy," because it's such a kick-ass scene at the end. (laughs) 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 And there's so much recency bias, but recency bias does win the day in the end here, anyway. As Ruth is the top pick with fifty percent of the vote.
1: Really, Ruth, and
0: that—that to me is recency bias.
1: I think that's recency bias.
0: Yeah, that's that's that's. She had the big spotlight shined on her at the end of the episode. And...
1: Well, I'd say she probably had my favorite scene, like I said, yep. when Patty and her talking, because yep. uh, Patty's playing her into a corner, and she mm-hmm. doesn't have like the luxuries that Marty does in terms of right. like knowing that the Helen. cartel kind of needs him and stuff like yeah. Helen, uh, <laughs> yeah. much more expendable uh, that she can probably yep. feel in her eyes, and the cartel feels the same way. She's not yep. even a real member, she's just someone that works with Marty, that tried to kill him at some point so yep
0: exactly so anyway so that's that's the character so the poll question was what was the biggest surprise of the episode and they it is multiple choice they give you four choices you ready yes uh choice one buddy burning the field choice two ruth being interrogated choice three wendy telling off petty or choice four, the, the the fbi finding the money
1: definitely not c or d <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> i think so so see that like i i would disagree with all these i think the most interesting stuff is like the not the most stuff. interesting
0: the most the most the biggest surprise
1: probably i uh, think we put it that way it's kind of hard because mm-hmm. I, I would say i didn't expect the, the entire episode uh for buddy to burn the poppies mm-hmm. um now, you probably could guess that the cartel would do something to Ruth. Now, whether it would be waterboarding, torturing her in that way, I mean, obviously much mm-hmm. less likely, but uh, it's hard. I guess I'll go since Ruth went out the vote, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like the 50% to Ruth might be telling enough that I should just say Ruth in this instance. And I'm going to say you also said Ruth. Uh,
0: I did say Ruth because, uh, here, and here's why. Uh, I was surprised that she didn't get harsher treatment than this
1: okay
0: because i i thought watching this for the first time i thought she was dead so uh-huh.
1: and what so, do the people say uh
0: the people said buddy burning the field why you? <laughs> which i think is absurd because i think that was telegraphed from the first time that marty taught told buddy i don't know what to do about these poppies it was like oh obviously act. buddy's buddy's gonna be doing this
1: <laughs> you gotta act
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I gotta yeah. bur. I mean, do something.
0: Yep. So <laughs>
1: it's uh no. I, what gets me with that is like R- Ruth won the character vote, so I, yes. I I felt like the connection there would be like yeah. And one reason why is like how surprising the torture scene was. Hmm. Uh, well, I guess not. Just, I guess I mm-hmm. guess that's why Buddy got his vote. See, so got a real. They, they weren't expecting that. Poppy burning, even though they did talk about the possibility of burning the poppies. So yes, the idea was out there. I guess the surprise just Buddy did it, but yep. the concept of burning the poppies is no surprise, right?
0: Exactly. No one talked about
1: waterboarding Ruth. They just talked about no, oh, the cartel exactly. might do something to you. Oh, actually, what was just spoken about was just her being killed by the cartel, not tortured. Yes, so. yes. All right,
0: well, folks, that is all we have for the non-spoiler section of season two, episode five, Game Day, uh, but if you have already seen through the end of season three feel free to stay tuned for the spoiler section if not we will welcome you back next week when we discuss outer darkness and please in the meantime feel free to email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com and spread the word about how wonderful Showhoppers is by subscribing sharing and giving us those beautiful five-star ratings and reviews all right folks we'll talk to you next week Stick around for the Spoiler Zone, if you dare. We are here in the Spoiler Zone. Ooh. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's game day in the Spoiler Zone, Kurt. What do you think? You got game anything? Night. But... Uh, game night. <laughs> well, because uh, it's just, we're, we're in the dark, dank Spoiler yeah, Zone. Yeah, right? dark,
1: dank Spoiler Zone. Um uh there's something i wanted to talk about oh well, so buddy um, buddy is going to pass away
0: yes and i think I in remember, the next episode
1: yes yeah, so i i missed i thought the poppy burning happened much later in the season which is why i thought he uh, died much later in the season but obviously in this episode I'm like, oh yes this makes sense why they're burning the poppies now okay so now i know that buddy di- buddy dies or passes away yeah. very soon yep. so yeah that's fair i misremembered yep. Yeah, how, how early? Like, Mason, the Mason stuff has yet to even occur. I mean, I,
0: I man, I thought that was so much, a much bigger part of the season than it actually is. Really,
1: it's only going to be like an, ep- it's going to be a part of an episode and then, yeah, including the, it's going to be, it's going to be a short part of the season. And then yeah. we'll get to the casino, back to the casino. But, um,
0: yeah, so that's there's, crazy.
1: There's that, uh, the petty sure. stuff. Shh. Yep. Well, so, so do you think, we're gonna end up still liking Petty because the road he's gonna go down, and he'll eventually get I, killed by Kate.
0: Look, I I remember being relieved that he was dead.
1: So Me too, but uh, I wonder if I'm gonna. I, I I'm trying to remember how it actually goes down. Like I don't. Like I wonder if this falls apart and then he gets frustrated and like depressed or some sort of. You know, well,
0: I think he does, and I think he gets like he might get violent with rachel i can't remember Uh, because this definitely like
1: that he does get like this
0: this definitely falls apart on him and he lashes out big time i'm pretty sure yeah so like this is what we saw in this episode was like cool and excited petty and the rug's about to be oh yeah yeah and the rug's about to be pulled out from under him and what we're gonna see and the next episode, or in the subsequent episodes, is desperate and frantic petty. But I
1: don't think I would hate seeing desperate or frantic petty anymore. Yeah,
0: we did. We know?
1: I don't think so. I think I think I understand yep. because I think I feel more sympathetic to petty because, like, a big motivating factor. If you were, like, he seemingly was in love with Russ, right? Russ has died, and this, yeah. is, this is kind of like we know. Like he he it, he's motivated for. Job reasons, right? Like wanting mm-hmm. to move up this FBI corporate ladder type of thing yep. is love of Russ and kind of a vengeance, and mm-hmm. just the time he spent on this alone, right? Like he he gets mad when yeah. Rachel blows his cover, in a way, right? You know, he's like two years or whatever I've spent on this cover, however long. So yeah, for all that to, to sink away, I mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe I won't get so. Man, I mean, I, 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 what he does, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to support what he does, like, you know, when he yeah. does stuff, but I understand why he's doing it as a character. You
0: know? Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely willing to go into this with, a, with an open mind of, of, that I might actually come out on the other end really liking Petty as a character. So Which
1: I think it's a rare thing. I think people do dislike Petty as a whole, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, I you know, here, here's, here's the thing. So season three seems to be pretty much everybody's favorite season of Ozark, and Petty's not in it. So yes. I, I, I think that that probably tells you all you need to know about people's response to Petty.
1: Well, you know, but I I think there's just a lot of things that go on in season three that are just really interesting. Because you know what?
0: Yeah.
1: There's not as much Ruth in season three. People say it's their favorite season. So does that mean Ruth was a bad mm-hmm. character in the other seasons? Like, I don't think that's a fair way to to uh, say that right
0: i mean but but ruth is still ever present she's just she's
1: still present but she's not her story you know it's, it's, it's she definitely takes a sidestep in season three i'd say she,
0: she takes a backseat to wendy in season three for sure
1: but yeah so i, I you know right so yeah. does that mean that people don't like ruth as much it's like i wouldn't say no that. I, it's just it's just events that take place some other things that occur in some other side characters and just the story as a whole so i don't i don't know if i would blame just petty um that now i you probably can though so i do think i don't think we're alone in sharing the like the petty hatred i think I, and i've talked about this show before with other people and they also don't like petty so mm-hmm. i think it's just like a i swear i i'm i feel like he's probably the most unpopular character on this <laughs> yeah like yeah series and now i'm sort to think that's a bit overdone like poor petty okay i swear there's some sort of petty effect you people people watch through it they've through ozark and then you just come out hating petty but you know take your time Week by week, and suddenly, he's winning most interesting character. All of a sudden, I
0: know, I know. Yeah, yeah, could be. I think you might be onto something with this binging versus the the slow burn. So, that's. I wonder. I
1: wonder, like, if that's actually a thing. Like, maybe the negatives stick out a lot more in a character, and you don't, you don't, you you, you don't sympathize with them as much because you just don't remember. You know, you just kind of go. uh,
0: Yeah, you can't possibly remember as many details when you watch when you binge a show so uh, what you or remember maybe, yeah. is that no i mean it's it's true for <laughs> anybody joking, yeah, yeah. like if for anybody like they're not however many details they remember if they, when they binge it it's less than if they hadn't been binged it yeah i'm not saying it's not more than me because that that i'm certain that people know more than me about it but i think that when you binge a show you remember the the biggest most important things and the most recent things and you, you miss out on a lot of the nuances along the way. So, certainly, yeah, uh, just, I, I don't want to talk about this because we've talked about it so much, but Charlotte brings up the idea of living out of the, living on the van and getting out. So we know that's coming too, but we've talked the hell out of that. I don't really need to say any more about that. Um, uh, well, but, I look at
1: the aftermath of this uh, poppy thing too. But I think oh yeah. They do end up, I think, searching, you know, going there. You know, oh yeah,
0: there. for sure yeah um i i love that in the the helen's car marty says what do your kids know about what you do Mm, because that's that's a huge part of season three
1: yes her daughter finding out and yeah costs ben's life and causes the falling out the birds and helen yeah and eventually helen's demise
0: yeah exactly so that that's a big big deal so that that was interesting foreshadowing here and i had forgotten that we ever even knew about that helen had kids from this episode but uh and of course we know that all this talk about wendy trying to get a baby for darlene she doesn't want to she and she doesn't she doesn't ever but marty does want to, to to make peace with the Snells about burning the field and so he will give them uh, Mason's baby. after Yeah, they so he, he,
1: will, he will oblige. And I guess another yeah. interesting thing, uh, back on the Helen thing too,
0: um,
1: mm-hmm. will be interesting to see. Uh, it's really interesting what the show does with her. You know, she's like the typical kind of um, bad guy, looming bad guy, but not not ever present though. Right. Right. Well, maybe. What did you say? She's ever present. I don't know how, how the wording would go. That she's not always around, but she's looming. Yeah. Right. She's, she. She. In
0: she's season two, her. in season three, she's always right. Exactly.
1: Around. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But then in season three, they kind of pull off the mask a bit, or in terms of you know, now she's coming mm-hmm. here. She's moving here. She's part of it, and she's kind mm-hmm. of in it with uh the birds, but she's kind of a bit order above them until eventually you know they try to supersede her and that happens. Yeah. And now we're go right Which to is- Navarro. yeah
0: Yeah. which is interesting interesting because she 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 starts off you know season two she's just the navarro lawyer she's not like a lieutenant like dell was but she sure she sure feels like a lieutenant at this point
1: i think she i i think she's both a lawyer and a lieutenant like i think the lawyer is very um trusted so i think i think the lawyer can act in the same capacity as a lieutenant and i think he's probably higher ranked than Dell. by the way spoke of him so i think yes I think uh, you're right. So I think it's just a slow, you know, we see the slow climb of the birds up the mm-hmm. cartel ladder in terms of who they get to interface with, right? Interface with Dell, so like this guy. Now, someone yeah. step up, uh, Helen, and then in season three, a few times, uh, they get to interface with Navarro directly. You no, know, Wendy calls him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, that, uh, one of the things that I, we haven't mentioned this up, up to this point, but Helen's driver is the same person in season two as he is in season three and he's got that uh, uh, excellent scene with the psychiatrist and yeah uh, oh season three outstanding i love the psychiatrist in season two. I I'm do so like I just... it. oh man
1: <laughs> nice cars you got yeah basically <laughs> well, yeah, marty well, pays her off to uh make him right yep. exactly
0: yeah helen and the psychiatrist two of the very few females who die in ozark the men die all the time <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: no. Oh man. So, but, uh, All right. I, I don't. I don't have any other spoiler stuff to talk about. Do you?
1: Grace. Grace also dies, and and Sam's mother. Uh, oh yeah.
0: yeah no, you're right. So. Oh, you're Even, right. though, they're, even okay. though
1: they're not actually. Well, I guess you know what. They're equally as big as uh, the psychiatrist in terms of the story. Oh. Uh,
0: uh, no. no psychiatrist. is bigger than both of them. Yeah. She's she's I, she's a bigger deal than both of them.
1: She, you're right. She's a bigger deal. I would argue that Grace's. Death is more impactful.
0: Oh, it, I mean, it instigates so much of the rest of the story. It's, it's yeah, it goes all the way down pretty to Zeke and stuff, too. Yep. Yeah. So,
1: yep. Okay. All right.
0: Well, I don't have any other spoiler stuff to talk about. So, uh, unless you do, we'll wrap it
1: up. Uh, that I do not.
0: Okay. Folks, we've you already have our contact information. Thank you so much for listening this week. We look forward to talking to you next week about season two, episode six Outer Darkness.